Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting edition of Like Trees Walking, your source for the finest, uh, high-quality, bespoke <laughs> craft, Midwestern. Wait, what we're doing is an edition? That was... Welcome to another edition. This is an edition. What are we, from the 50s? Yes, this is another edition of Like Trees Walking, this podcast that we host. Where What do we do here, Michael? And I'm David Berge. I am yes, and co-host. I am Michael J. Nelson. Uh, that is Pastor Dave, David Berge. Uh, what we do is we talk about the most important things in life. We, I was thinking about this. We are... Orthodox Christians, or at least I am. Small I think, O. I'm, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, small O. I'm we searching. Have to say that all the time. <laughs> but um, so you can just go look up if you ever go. Like, what are these guys doing? What are their beliefs? You can just go look up what is a, you know, a mainline Orthodox Christian. That's right, Protestant. Super, yeah, Protestant uh, reform. That's right. Super, super boring. I mean, I don't think it's boring. I, I think, think it's exciting. the most exciting thing go in the world. Up. But I'm just saying, if you're ever like, wait, what? I want to attack these guys. I want to go take them down. You can just look and you can see what I believe in, and I'll go like, yeah, yeah, I think that Heidelberg Catechism, guys. That's what yes, I want Heidelberg you to go to the Heidelberg Catechism. Yep. What is my only comfort in life and in death? My uh, only comfort in life and in death that I belong. That I belong. Body and soul. Body to my and soul. faithful Savior yes. Jesus Christ, who at the cost of his own, you know, like I could keep going. What is the chief end of man? That's Westminster Shorter Catechism Q and A. What is it? The chief end of man yeah, is, is to uh, be with God and enjoy him forever. To glorify God. To glorify God. And, and to enjoy him enjoy forever. Enjoy him forever. Okay. What rule hath God given to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy him? Look, I didn't no. do the catechism. <laughs> what is that one? Uh, it's, it's the Holy Scriptures is contained in the Old New Testament are the only rule God hath given us to direct how we may glorify and enjoy him. I am think I'm right, but okay, so uh, in seminary, this is a digression, which is one of our specialties here. Digressions are a specialty. I'm like sorry about that. Places. If you were thinking about a linear thing, there are going to be Heck digressions. No. And we're like every other podcast. We have banter. Just ours often is theological. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, so below our podcast, does it say like actual discussion starts at 236, no. <laughs> stuff like that? No, we don't code it that okay. way. No, right. no, no. You have to, okay. if you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound with this okay. bad boy. Uh, but I, so in seminary, there was, uh, I went to Princeton Theological Seminary. That'll come up later in this episode. Um, and while at PTS, uh, you know, so this is a – it's a school that ha- – it, tra- it has attracts a lot of students. It's maybe half Presbyterian and half not, but it was founded by the Presbyterian Church all the way back in 1812. Um, and so – and for a long time, till actually the 1960s, uh, the Westminster Standards, as they're called. So that's the shorter and longer uh, catechism and then the confession of faith uh, was like the sort of doctrinal standards for the denomination. And so that like – if Did you, you have to memorize them? Well, so I did for money. But wasn't that, like, in the old days, that would have been a thing that you would do to, like, third grade? For sure. No. I mean, and so that was... no. <laughs> so if the shorter catechism would be, like, this is obviously it's like 100, kids. Yeah, no, it's, it's, like 100. it's 150 questions, and now, it's so now long. it looks like, oh, my gosh. It's crazy. So I did, um, and growing up, like, I wasn't... I mean, I'll just be totally honest. That was not a big part of, like, our growing up, you know, because I grew up in, in the Presbyterian Church, like... I was not like – we're not as like hardcore as the Lutherans on like, okay, we, we're Luther, a smaller cat. It's like you're basically given that when you're born. I feel like the Lutherans are a lot more into Luther than the Presbyterians are into like their stuff, depending. But like – I was in junior high, was a Lutheran, so I did the whole – 
I memorized a bunch of stuff. I mean, listen, I, and love, I was pretty good at that. I okay. love Luther's small cap. Love it. It's yes. great. Yeah. I'm not, I'm a fan. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even though he numbers the commandments yep. wrong, yep. 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 I, you know, I'm <laughs> yes. I'm a fan. But um, he was on my he's on my Mount Rushmore. Call back to last of episode. Of course, yeah, yeah. But all that to say, I didn't memorize. I wasn't exposed to it growing up. But that's something. Yeah, back in the day, you know, you would have given it to kids part of confirmation class. They would have sure. had. They would have called it like cat, like catechism. Like that's what they would have said. We're going to catechism, not we're going to confirmation. Yes. So that was part of your formation for a long time as a Presbyterian, as you would learn. You would memorize the, yes. the Q and A Westminster, uh, the Westminster shorter catechism. So I didn't do that, but I did do it in seminary. There was the Samuel R. Robinson Prize. And you get a grand. Did a, you have to say it like that? Absolutely. Like, what's his Thurston, name again? Thurston Howell the Third. Oh, that's very good. All of the children will understand that. Uh, <laughs> so I so for like a thousand bucks, if you could memorize it, you or you would get a thousand dollars. Okay. So you better believe it, buddy boy. I sat down and memorized. Thousand dollars? Yes, I got a thousand dollars. No. Yes. As a child? No, as a grown up. No, as a seminarian. As a seminarian. Yeah. No, as like a twenty-six year old, twenty-seven year old. Did you? Did you buy a car? What did you do with thousand dollars? I, I, you know, paid for life, man. Did wait? How many people did everyone? I no, 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 no. Oh, there was only one. No, there was like there can whoever be only one. It was like Highlander. Uh, <laughs> no, whoever did it got it, and there was like maybe three or four of us in my wow. class. In my class, and there was you know one hundred and fifty of us in my class at seminary. So like that yeah. reminds me of when I was in for easy uh, money, man. When I was in high school, I think it was sophomore. Uh, a teacher said, if you memorize the raven, I'll give you an A. And so I just went home that night, and I came up the next day, and he's like, oh, this joker thinks. I'm like, well, you said, you said I it. would get an A. So I went up to the front of the class, and then he, I started saying it, and I did the whole thing. I just was like, what do you mean? You're going to give me an A? Of course. I assume everyone is going to do it. And then no one else did. I was the only one. And everyone laughed. I was like... Hey, man. I just, I got, just an got an A. Did you like, get an A? Yeah, I did. He wrote it down, and then he wrote a note to my mom like, well, your son, what a weirdo. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Qu- quote the raven. Yes. Eat my shorts. That's in the, uh, <laughs> yes. Simpsons. the Simpsons. Uh I don't think we even said what we are as a podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, you tell, you tell the people. You tell the people. <laughs> no, this is a uh, podcast where we talk about the Oh, you already said that. You already said that. No, no, but... But we're going to do this big topic oh, that right. we're sort of in the middle of. Yes. Correct. We're leading toward it. Mm-hmm. This is like a little ramp up. Like, you know, when you ride your bike and then you crash and you're on like fail army and you hit your face. Yeah. We're way before we hit our face on the ground. We're before that. And uh, Pastor Dave is going to talk about that. And then a little later, we have I have a super, super special thing. I'm super excited about this. Can uh, I say super more? You can. Please All say right. it. I'm going to say I'm super duper, which <laughs> I hate more than anything, but I said it anyway. Anyway, Pastor Dave, I mean, go. I will go. And just to say, just to tease, this is something that Mike is going to do for something what I did for an earlier episode. People will, if you're a longtime listener, longtime fan... This will ring so many bells for you. This is going to be, it's so good. I'm but before super, that, we super have excited. such good, we're super duper excited. That's yes. right. Okay, That's so right. here's the big pod top. And it's, uh, it involves a um, relatively, it's a, it's a, it's really, this is, this is, this is an ode. This is a, this is a eulogy uh, podcast here for um, someone who's come up before on this pod uh, many times, um, but recently uh, deceased uh pastor 
and um, professor and, I mean, churchman. Let's just call him a great American churchman. Passed away on May 19th of 2023. Timothy J. Keller died. And uh, I wanted to take that oppor- this opportunity to just reflect on um, him. Because I know that it came up in an earlier episode. I think you asked the question or we dealt with the question. Who is someone who's like a hero of yours or someone you look up to? And I think in the contemporary like ministry world, uh, for me, like there's just not hasn't been too many of those people or you, people that you are you brought him up many times you you brought him up in sermons you oh, yeah. quoted him <clears throat> for you i think isn't he up there with lewis oh yeah well i mean tolkien chesterton maybe not for sure yeah no maybe i think he, not chesterton but. i mean but he's up there right in terms yeah. of someone who i've spent so i'll just say this so this is my chance to just offer my own personal reflections yes. and appreciation Please. for him and what i'm not going to do is you know so uh I'm not going to do all the throat clearing. Um, you know, <clears throat> of course, I don't agree with him on everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not going to do that because mm-hmm. um, I don't have to do that, right? Um, the uh, great, late, great mayor of New York City, Ed, Co- Koch? Ed Koch, Ed Koch said, uh, you know, if you agree with me um, on uh, seven out of ten issues, you know, vote for me. If you agree with me on ten out of ten issues, see a psychiatrist. Okay. <laughs> yes. So there we go. That's my only throat clear. Yes. Other than to say, um, so Tim Keller, who was he? I suppose I'll do a little ex- expository to sort of set the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim was the pastor of Redeemer Presbyterian Church, emeritus. He retired a Redeemer Presbyterian Church in uh, New York City, uh, Manhattan. I think there's maybe three or four. Um, they had three or four sites or, or locations. Um, they were uh, early sort of multi-site uh, church, but then uh, I guess actually upon his or right before his retirement, they all actually became independent congregations. So like their own leadership. So that was kind of a dispersal of 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 that network. But during his tenure, it went from you know one um, he planted it you know start founded this congregation in 1989 in New York City, um, and he uh, like toiled away uh, very effectively, but in relative obscurity. Um, Building this, you know, uh, uh, small O Orthodox, you know, Presbyterian normie church in the heart of, you know, what is kind of like the cliched version, but I think is true, right? Like New York is this, you know, the heights of culture and secular culture. This is not some place where you think that you're going to like, you know, plant your flag in the ground and you're going to plant some church and it's going to flourish or thrive, you know, especially a, a relatively. Again, small Orthodox yeah. church. I think I uh, once years ago I went to the church. Right? It's a it's a big church well, in Manhattan. It's not. It will. It it means big, very big. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. I think I. I but it didn't have a church it. building. They had no church building at the beginning. No, they still don't. Or they, I think, have some. I'll have to look at like some of their sites. But for the main. Um, I'm not sure like exactly where they started, but where they ended up and their main kind of spot was at Hunter College. Okay. All right. Um, then I was mistaken. You could be mistaken, <laughs> Mike, but it was at Hunter. So Someone the, told me I walked up to a big – I was like, this is Tim Keller's church. I was like, oh, cool. I'll tell It could be. I mean because they but, had other sites that were in church buildings. Okay. Eventually. Maybe. Maybe that was it. All right. I'm anyway, not trying to call you – not trying to steal your thunder or anything like There's that. There's no thunder. There's no <sighs> thunder. I'm taken. just like, yeah. I'm, so Tim uh, – yeah. So like he – yeah, he 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 started this church, and but I mean, 
so early on in his life, he was, um, uh, grew up, I think in like Eastern Pennsylvania or something like that. And, uh, you know, came to Christ in college, uh, through intervarsity Christian fellowship. So I have an sort of an affinity there that I was very involved in, in intervarsity myself, um, in college. And then, um, you know, kind of went like right away, basically into ministry, went to Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary, and then ended up uh, pastoring a church in Virginia, I think like Falls Church, Virginia, or some, some, I probably make that sounds wrong, a sort of a, you know, so he ended up being kind of known as this kind of intellectual, you know, highbrow um, guy who, you know, was always dropping references to like Charles Taylor and the philosopher Alistair McIntyre. And, you know, he just had this very wide ranging um, and sharp mind. He's a super a sort of a smarty pants kind of a pastor. But he he pastored this, you know, t- rural ish church where people were not, you know, it wasn't everyone holding a college degree. It wasn't the Manhattan elite. Uh, you know the doctors and 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 lawyers uh, and and captains of of culture and industry. Uh, it was just this very regular church where he went and served, and uh, that kind of shaped him. Uh, but then you know in his early ministry, and then he went to be a professor, and then got back into it. Sort of like only uh, you know uh, who will, you know who will go and and plant his church in New York City, and everyone else like stepped backward, and he was the person standing there from his denomination, went ahead and planted it and just toiled very faithfully over the years and built what was not just a, you know, a, a robust congregation um, that reached the people of New York City, uh, you know, with the gospel, but he built this kind of church, this church planting network, Redeemer City to City, um, and and uh, which has planted churches all over uh, the New York area, but also has been involved all over the country, all over the world. He founded this thing called the Gospel Coalition that was like an online publishing uh, platform um, that's done a lot. And so, yeah, and very big and other things like uh, kind of these faith and work, you know, thinking about um, Christians, how do they bring their faith to bear in their various vocations or whatever. These things have been highly influential, kind of an institution, an institution builder um, in an era where most people are you know, using uh, 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 institutions to build an individual platform, I think Keller was countercultural in that he uh, he wanted to build build up institutions um, that were going to be able to carry the mission of the church forward. And so, um, so he stood apart for me in that way too. And then he was an institution builder, uh, not a megalomaniac uh, personality cult person. Right. Um, and so- he started. Wh- when did he start his? whole deal when did he like in when did he plant the church that you're so he planted about? redeemer in 1989 but 89 he, okay yeah. yes and then okay. he published he kind of rose to prominence uh he published reason for god which was a new york times apologetics book so he was like a pastor but really m- made his name as kind of a pastor apologist you know in that he is um people were attracted to his you know spiritually curious, you know, New Yorkers who were not on board with his whole platform. Still, he, Keller had the sense that we, what we have to offer, right? We have to offer the, the hope and the hope is the truth the f- is, is the truth of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, right? The tomb is empty. And so the implications of that are, you know, shatter the world. Like all roads lead us to this point of, of, of Christ yes. uh, crucified and risen. And so that was, was, was Keller's points like like you know um and so 
he 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 started this in 1989. Didn't publish this book of apologetics, which I think was his first published book. Um, in like we, 2006, I, 2008 or something. I need to stop. I'm right. rising to a point of order. We've done this before in the podcast. But I have to say it because the word, the way the word sounds. Apologetics does not mean we are apologizing for. What does apologetics mean? It's a, it's a reason defense of the faith. A defense right? of the faith mm-hmm. with reason. That's all it means. And that was it's, it's a term of art. Yep, it is a term is, of art. Yes. And that used to be what an apology meant was like... Um, The meaning of it morphed over time from uh, giving up apologia, uh, offering a defense, defend yourself basically, and to like basically say I'm you're not doing the opposite of defending yourself. That's words are interesting, right? How they change their meaning over time. But so so he was a notice noted apologist, and what he did was I think many people have said this, and I'll get to the kind of personal aspect in in a moment. But he took um, he took the like this the culture. He was, a, I think, a brilliant um, sort of cultural critic in in looking at sort of broader, you know, New York culture or um, kind of ma- mass, like, sort of secular, you know, uh, small L liberal American but New York uh, kind of culture. And he took it seriously as a search to explain and understand the world and offer meaning. So he wasn't just getting up in there and go like, you godless liberals, like, what are you idiots thinking? You know what I mean? Like, he sure. took um, – he took the culture seriously, and 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 people with their beliefs and 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 their longings, he took it seriously enough, and and so he was never angry, you know. Um, he wanted to just carefully understand and sift and explain. And what he what his ultimate point always in whoever he was talking to was that um, your whatever like the flaw in your system is like it's there's good in it, but it's leading it ultimately is not going to be able to satisfy you. It will lead you to a point, but it's going to break down. And what it's really doing is it's pointing you towards your need for Christ. Christ, yes. Like, I mean, so if you listen to Keller preach, and and he's a person I've listened to preach more than anyone, because when I was doing my sermon prep, so he's most influential on me in my preaching. Three-point sermons. You know, tell him what you're going to tell him. Tell Tell him and then tell him what you told him. Tell him what you told him. I mean, he was classic in that way. And to me, it was really refreshing to um, hear someone do that. And so very influential on me. But like... All roads. I mean, even when he's he's doing that with the Bible. So you know, I um, saw him preach at his church in in April of 2015. I went there. Uh, just happened. I mean, went to go to Redeemer, but he was preaching there at their main Hunter College site that night. And it was about it was Second Samuel uh, uh, 16, um, and he's preaching about it, and it's about David. But you know, the scriptural passage it's always bringing you back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not just about David and whatever's happening. Right, that it's really about Jesus. And if if he's preaching about Moses, you know, and getting the Ten Commandments of the law, like it's about you know this is about that is about Jesus is what he's sure. always saying. So whether he's exegeting the scriptures that are you know all roads lead you to Christ, or he's exegeting the culture, um, in the same way, all of these it's it, it's ultimately um, going to get you onto the path to an encounter um, with the crucified and risen Jesus. And the appropriate response to that is just to this overwhelming grace uh, uh, that God offers is um, to surrender your life and to give up your life and to follow him. And so that, I think, is just the genius of Keller is he um, he was a person with a just a truly ironic spirit, never angry, cared about people enough to take their beliefs seriously, not just denounce them. 
um, and had this pastoral heart to like walk people along this road and have them encounter the same God who he knew. And, and one of his more famous books too was called The Prodigal God. And it's taking the parable of the prodigal son and using that as like an expository upon the Christian, on the gospel, really, you know, that we have this God who pursues us, um, whether we're the prodigal, you know, uh, child or the elder brother, right? That both of us, you know, both the sort of wayward sons and the good rule following people, we, we both have a God um, who doesn't just wait for us to come to him but comes to us and gives everything for us. And that grace is so amazing. That's that's pretty good. And I mean, the winsomeness of him, right? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he, I, I uh, what, as you we were talking about him, I thought of someone that I don't know who these people were, but I, uh, someone told me once that they were aware of this, that these, that it was a couple, they were like out east somewhere, I think in New York, Anyway, they had their their thing was hospitality, mm-hmm. and they had everyone in their house. None of them Christians. These two obviously yeah. were Christians, and then just like years and years and years of having people into their house. Never once did they sort of like preach the gospel. They're always like, "What are your beliefs?" Oh, that's interesting. How did you? It was just that they said it was like the most winsome way mm-hmm. to introduce someone and then like, huh. And then eventually, like, of course, people started falling. But they never, there was nothing ever heavy handed. They were just like the sweetest people in the world. The winsomeness. And that that is what I aspire to. And it sounds like Tim Keller had that I as mean, part of his personality. I think just, yeah, case in point, a, cu- a couple of things uh, come to mind. I mean, one of them is just that, you know, in the, uh, 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 I mean, one of the uh, things that became just such a, right, a hot button thing in, in 2020 was like, uh, you know, we, we went, um, uh, we did an episode on this, not like a serious one, but like, you know, the, the CRT, the critical race theory and critical theories and what's happening because, you know, in the, in whatever happened in 2020 i mean like with obviously pandemic george floyd i mean the world was you know there was just a certain like almost underlying madness and and one response like that seemed like it was i view a lot of it as like there was kind of this spirit of a moral panic it felt like it was happening um yeah and so you know keller wrote these like series of essays on like looking at like looking at critical theories like it was like a very academic yet accessible like exposition upon them to which to me was like very true to his it's so true to who keller was these essays were just excellent an excellent series on this you know it wasn't this railing madman going like you know him just being like look at these great you know these crazy wokesters and everything they're doing it was (laughs) you know like they've lost their mind you know like he was it was just quintessential keller and i which i personally find very attractive and 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 enjoyed and, and thought was you know just so thoughtful he was a great synthesizer like and a person who was able to take very complicated information and present it to you in a way that was comprehensible and and you could understand i mean you know for example he would take someone like uh, charles taylor who was a canadian philosopher who wrote this big doorstop of a book called the secular age very complicated ideas um and if you ever try to read it you're like oh my gosh it's brilliant a brilliant cultural analysis but like 
who have, ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> keller like he just gives it to you in such a good way or even someone like who i enjoy generally like a jonathan edwards the puritan you know american puritan theologian of yeah. the 18th century jonathan jonathan edwards is a, also can be super difficult to understand pretty dense like really dense and keller would just give you like he would just give you the gold and explain it to you in such a way so that's just another another gift so i think you know on the one hand we have him stepping into a very fraught, heated cultural moment and offering some really, I think, faithful, you know, talking about biblical justice. Um, and so he has this lifetime of thinking and this intellectual curiosity and this uh, intellect and this humble pastoral spirit that he's just able to bring to bear on these pressing issues. And then uh, in 2017, uh, he was, I think, another example of just his character. And this is the one time I met him. So, you know, I have this parasocial relationship largely with Tim Keller, right? Because he doesn't know who I am. Uh, but I met him at Princeton Theological Seminary because he was given this award, the Abraham Kuyper Prize. He didn't ask for it. Seminary has this Kuyper Prize. We've sure. talked about it before. Yeah. Kuyper Committee says because it's for like excellence in like public theology or something like that. And goes to all kinds of people, John Lewis, uh, uh, late rabbi, they're all dead now, uh, uh, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. They were alive when they were given the award, you know, uh, and so, yeah, just like b- people from various backgrounds and stripes who were doing theology in the public square in an influential way. And so you get this prize and the j- the real thing is you get the prize, you come give a lecture, people listen to it. Like it's, you know, it's an, yeah. it's an honor that you bestow upon people. And um, I mean, I think Keller more than qualified as a type of person who, I mean, Nick Kristoff is – he's a New York Times uh, a columnist or opinion writer. He, sure. He's always interviewing – you know, he's interviewing Keller and asking him these hard questions. And if, if, if a major publication, The Atlantic, or someone is looking for a Christian, like a small or orthodox Christian voice to write, they're going to ask Timothy Keller to come right. right up on it. So he had influence within the culture. Um, and so, you know, worthy of receiving this prize, coming giving a lecture on – it was and it was on Leslie Newbegin, who is a, who is an Anglican – uh, a guy who basically was a missionary for years and years in India came back to England and saw that, like, oh, England, the England I left 50 years ago, 40 years ago, is now a mission field in the same way India was. Yes. So Newbegin's another very influential um, uh, Christian voice, someone who I really enjoy. And so he was going to give a lecture on, hey, what does Leslie Newbegin has to teach us about how we can engage in mission in the West today? Like, and I still have my notes from it, and it's a brilliant lecture and just so good. But basically, the prize was given. Some students, pro, you know, protested because you know uh, the PCA to, uh, Presbyterian Church in America, not my denomination, but um, is seen as you know retrograde when it comes to you know uh, uh, certain issues. And so it was like, like, but protested and said, "How can you give an award to this person? You know, how can you platform them? Platform them?" And uh, so then the seminary like rescinded the award and what? Yeah, they rescinded Why? the award because it was like it was d- because they're cowards. Basically, they didn't just say to the students like, "Hey, yeah, we get it. You have a right to protest. Like, you don't agree with this." But like, the committee gave it to them and like based on their criteria. So we're going to stand by this and I think extend like Christian hospitality um, to this person who holds beliefs that are within the mainstream of like the global Christian community. While we can disagree with them. Um, it's not like he's, you know, uh, like, come on, guys, was kind of the thing. But again, that sort of spirit of a little bit of like it, kind of the heckler's veto, I think, yeah. you know, and you saw that. And yeah. and, and, and you saw like that. This. I don't like I'm not. a. Oh, I, I hate it. I, 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 hate, I, I hate it, it very too. much. I hate it, too. It's not Freedom the of speech. Yeah. It's just not the um, liberal spirit. No, nope, it is not the liberal spirit. And it's not the liberal Stop spirit. It. Stop it. People. Yep. And, and so I 
was always one who embraced the liberal spirit of like, yeah, whatever. I mean, like, you know, let's like give this person an award. Like, disagree. I'm friends with you. Stop it. Yes, and like we need more of that in this world. And so, uh, so they rescinded this award, and um, but he still was going to give the lecture. And I said, this is just a disgrace. I can't. And I wrote a very nice email to the seminary president, just saying, like, come on, like this place, Princeton is supposed to be something different. You know, the exchange of ideas, uh, iron sharpening iron. You know, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does. I'm like, yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. I'm like, I never stood up and I said, I heard a million things I didn't agree with. And I never went hall monitor, you know, crying to the principal about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that sort of spirit, it's sort of a, it's kind of a tattletale spirit. And like, I, it, to me, it's just very childish. And I, yes. I, I hate it. Yeah. We're like, we're, we're like grown adults here. And, and those people, if they don't want to hear them, like organize your protest, ask your questions, speak against it. But like the award was given, like, come on. It didn't come out that like Tim Keller, like, had some huge moral failing where you should rescind this award. Like, give yeah. me a break. Just let him go forward. So I went out. I flew out there because I was like, this is crazy. And it was totally a Streisand effect, this protest, by the way. Like, brought all kinds of attention to this <laughs> obscure lecture. And uh, and brought, like, the room was packed and all sorts of opprobrium was heaped upon the seminary. You know, even by people who disagree with Keller, they just, like, were like, what's wrong with you people? And so it was a, it was a... It was a, a stain upon uh, a stain upon the seminary at the time. But I went to the lecture just to be like, "This is absurd." Like, as someone who's a, a alum uh, of this of the seminary, I, this you know, this isn't right. So I'm going to come up and just show up and show my support for the values of of free speech and the free exchange of ideas. Um, and uh, and I did, and it was great, and I'm glad I did it. And so that's when I got to meet me and a friend were there, and that's when I got to meet Keller afterwards. And we're in this uh, there's this room in the in kind of the campus center. I love it. And it's this, you know, high ceilings, I mean, this ornate room, like just what you would expect at, at Princeton. And we're sitting there and he's in the receiving line and we're near the front and just got to, you know, ch- chat it up with him for two minutes. And I was just like, you know, I'm really sorry with how you're treated. I think it's, you know, as someone who went here, um, I think it's just disgraceful. And he was like, yeah, you know, he was like for the seminary president, uh, it's Craig Barnes, uh, now retired. Um, he was like, I feel bad for him. I know he was in a bind. Like, you know, I really, that's really the person, you know, he's like, look at him. I mean, he looks like he's like, you know, he, the, the president of the seminary at the time. I mean, someone looked like someone had like shot his dog or something. I mean, he looked terrible. And Keller's like, I mean, he just, he looks so upset. So I feel bad for him and I don't care about the prize. And I got to do the lecture. So he's like, it's no big deal. So he was just very, um, sure. He was just, that was who he was. Like, he didn't go, yeah, you're right. Like, what's this crap? You know, I can't believe they treat me like this. He just was like, you know, I was grateful for the opportunity to come give the lecture and um, that I got this opportunity. I recognized the bind he was in. So, you know, thanks for coming. Yeah. So, I mean, he was was who he was, um, you know, even in that moment. And so that struck me too, just his uh, his being, you know, a a very diplomatic. in his approach, in, in the face spirit. of yes, uh, basically, obviously. yeah, humiliation. Yes, yep. um, that you didn't ask for because it's like he didn't like put in for the Kuiper Prize. It's like right, it's didn't like want this. Didn't, no, wasn't didn't ask for pulling it. for it. All Someone's, of a sudden, I'm in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Someone comes and knocks on your door, like, "Hey, we're from Princeton Seminary. We have this honor for you, and here's this prize, and you want to come give this lecture." And you're like, "Oh, wow, that's cool. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this." And right. then they're like, "Hey, actually, um, they something good turns into like." Uh, kind of a way to put you down and humiliate you. And I, I think that's super messed up um, to do that to someone. Um, but he responded very gracefully to it. So, you know, Tim Keller, of course, you know, he's 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 gone. He's not forgotten a mensch. Um, and so I just wanted to honor his memory 
and talk about his influence um, on the church, but on me personally, my personal encounter. So there we go. All right. I think that was a fitting uh, tribute to the man. I hope so. Uh, I think he, he sounds like a very good man. I, of course, have read his stuff, and I agree with you. But, hey, look, let's take a little break. When we come back, we got a very exciting thing where you, you're going to challenge me. I'm challenging you, Michael. In a way that I have never been challenged before, I think. I think I will fail. but I think you'll succeed. But No, I don't think so. I will, but whatever. I'm actually super curious. All right. We'll be right back. Hang on. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Like Trees Walking. Uh, we do it for you. Uh, because you listen to it. Otherwise, Mike and I would just talk about this stuff together. But we throw some mics in front of us, uh, and we do it for you all. So thank you so much for your support, your encouragement, your nor- your uh, notes, all of these things, uh, your reviews. And so, yeah, um, you can obviously find us on, on, on the socials. Uh, we're semi-responsive. I am semi-responsive. Mike is completely off of social media to his betterment. Um, and his world is all rainbow and sunshine. It's mine. It's a little darker than that, but that's okay. Someone, someone has to be in the fray. Uh, but yeah, so like at LTW Pod on, uh, on on Twitter, like Trees Walking. We do have a Facebook page. We do have a website, like Trees Walking Pod, LTWPod.com. Uh, and uh, and 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 please reach out, rate, review, share, keep circulating, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the flip side. All right, we're back. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Pastor Dave, for that. And uh, as promised, we're not going to disappoint here. We never disappoint here oh. at LTW, No, which is what I call it. When I talk to my friends, they're like, hey, what do you do for a living, man? I'm like, LTW, what do you do? <laughs> and then they, it shuts them down. They don't know what to do. They're like, wow, there's nothing cool. Wow, cool. I'm like, you're, you're dang right, it's cool. I say, dang! No one's yeah, because you're clean. You're you're like a you're like a sitcom dad. I live clean. Oh, yeah, totally clean. I live clean. Anyway, uh, this is going to be a. I don't know when we did this. Like four years this ago. This is so I said long. Four, <laughs> five. Now we could go look it up, but we're not going to do I that. I don't know. Five years ago, um, it was I. I tested uh, Pastor Dave on the song. We didn't start the fire. By right. William Bartholomew Joel, uh, who I believe is from uh, Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Like and uh, he uh, perseverated on uh, historic events. Yes. And anyway, uh, yesterday, PD, Pastor Dave, yeah. come on, people, keep up here, uh, texted me and said, hey, there's a new We Didn't Start the Fire by Fallout Boy. Pete Pete Wentz. Who, Pete Wentz. Uh, it Pete is Wentz. Pete Wentz. What's and, their big hit? What's the big Fallout Boy hit? Do you know? I have no idea. Uh, okay, I, I got to look this Fallout up. Fallout Boy. Is I've heard way? of them before. <laughs> okay. But I'm like, I'm seriously like, what is a Fallout Boy song? All right, you look them up. Uh, I'll keep explaining what this is. Please. Anyway, he is going to test me on the lyrics of, I have never heard them because this is literally yesterday that I heard they existed. Fallout Boy wrote a new and updated version of We Didn't Start the Fire. Now, as I recall, which is the cop-out for everything where you're like, yeah. I have no idea. 
I believe that uh, Pastor Dave did fantastic. I think well. I did awesome. Yeah, I think you killed it. I think you knew pretty much everything. I think we got corrected on a couple things where we both thought they were. But anyway, I think Dave did great. Uh, now he's going to read me the lyrics, and I have to explain what they are. And these are things that happened in my lifetime. 1989 to 2023. Right. My prediction, I will fail 50% of the time. No, I'm not sure. Here we go. <laughs> but just and just for some context, this is this is on Spotify. This is Fall Out Boy's number, biggest song is Sugar, We're Going Down. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> well, now you're going to get this. This episode is going to no, be No, it's not going to get pulled down. No, that's fair the use right there. That's to... fair use. Listen, that, okay. It's not going to be like our Kanye episode <laughs> that we got uh, DRM'd or whatever. Okay. Or DCM. Well, I don't know. What is that? D- I don't know. DR- well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Stop I'm it. trying You're to get gonna off get this. Us, that's us, Fall Out Boy. It's going to get us killed. That is Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. Okay, so Mike, here we go. All right. So, so here's how many... the lyrics, too. Yes. Do I do like one word at a time, two phrases? Please? Well, just whatever the phrase, whatever it means, you just All do right. the phrase. So here's the then... first uh here's the first phrase. Okay. First phrase. Verse one. <clears throat> uh Captain Planet, Arab Spring, LA Riots, Rodney King. Okay. Captain Planet, I think, was a cartoon show about uh the eco world or something. <laughs> yes. Okay, Captain Planet, then what? Arab Spring, Arab, the Arab Spring was just the the voting in the uh, in the Arab world with the purple fingers and all of that, right? I, right. I, so, I'll say this: you got. I think you nailed Captain Planet. It was like an early '90s. Eco, you know, he was Captain Planet. He's our hero. He's going to take yeah, pollution okay. down to zero. So he was like an environmental cartoon. Yeah. Um, very interesting thing to start the song. Think about of all the things between 1989 and 2023, and we're starting with. Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Okay. okay. Arab Spring. I don't like. There was Purple Finger voting, wasn't that like in Iraq? But I don't associate that with the Arab Spring. Arab Spring was like the one guy like self-immolated in like Tunisia, and then there was this whole uprising across the Arab world. Like they, the Egyptians, you know, deposed or got rid of whoever, and there was Tahrir Square, and there was all these like. It basically is like. The, a mass protest movement against the existing regimes that okay. kind of then right. devolved into like okay, so one for some two. bad stuff. Somewhere. I but okay. so the purple finger was like a rack voting. I don't think that's I thought actually. that was at the end of the. I thought that meant what? Well, never mind. Uh, we, okay, what's the we, third thing? People, you can correct me. Well, then the third thing, if you don't get this, like I might not. What L- L.A. riots, Rodney King. Okay, I I was aware of that. <laughs> You want to exposit that, or do we need? Is no, that we don't need said? to. I just can people trust me that I know that, and then yes. we can move on. Okay, those are wild, by the way. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. Um, deep fakes, earthquakes, Iceland volcano. Okay, deep fakes. We know those are those are kind of new. They're they're mixing they and everything, so it's not going. No, it's and this is where it's different from. This is why it's such. It's a, not. It's not happening. Like it starts in nineteen whenever. No, it bounces Billy around. Joel was born. Okay, so deep fakes are way. These are very recent. Deep fakes, earthquakes, earthquakes, er- earthquakes could refer to pretty much anything. I don't know what that. No, means. I mean, come on, Mike. Earthquakes. Uh, ah. uh, and then what is the third thing? Um, Iceland volcano. Uh, well, that was the thing that disrupted like um, flights and stuff, right? Back about. Six years ago? It's not like this. 
It, yeah. it spouted all of that, that volcanic ash in yeah. the air, and then planes were like, oh, this will destroy our... And so planes were rerouted and stuff like that. Mike, okay. if you were to pick any earthquake, which earthquake would you pick? <laughs> I mean... I, which earthquake? I don't know. When the was the destroyed Iran in the two thousands? The one that completely leveled the entire country? There's so many. Earthquakes. I don't know. There's a lot of earthquakes. There's the Haiti earthquake. Yeah, the Haiti earthquake, which leveled Haiti. Yes. Uh, okay. That... We had Iran. We had Earth. What about the Bay Area earthquake? When was that? Like, remember when they were uh, the A's and the Giants were playing? Oh that? yeah, I certainly when was do. That, that was, was that 1993. No, right. it was because we were uh, yes, we were uh, we were doing the TV show then. And anyway, go on, okay, go on. But, and just we, I do need to look this up. Uh, World Series earthquake. No, don't no, look Mike. It up. No, Come I'm on. just Come on. give me Let's one second. No, no, no. We're, just give me two seconds, Mike. And you're, you're, the pressure is making me. Uh, you said eighty nine. Yes, it's not eighty nine because I was I'm the, sorry. okay. Okay, Mike. The nineteen eighty nine Loma Prieta earthquake. Occurred October seventeenth at five oh four p.m. in nineteen eighty nine. No, but what's the, the one that stopped the the? Uh... It was that one. That was the one that stopped the World Series. Okay, all right. Then we're talking about two different earthquakes. All right. There's folks. Just I think this further underscores the point that putting earthquakes. There's a lot of earthquakes. All right. Sorry. Sorry. They happen sorry. literally every day. Okay. All right. Um, this next one is easy. Uh, uh, Oklahoma City bomb. Okay. That's right. dark. I don't want to bring his name up. He, no, is, he is written into the book of death. He so is he, rotting is and he's strict. burning in hell. Even, I'm not going to say his right name. Right now. Um, uh, Kurt Cobain, Pokemon. Okay. Those are things that exist. Or did exist. Sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, one Pokemon still does. Pokemon still exists. All right. Sorry. Okay. What's Kurt, so who's Kurt on. Cobain? Come on, man. Okay. okay. You know, we're assuming that you know this? Okay. Yes. Okay. Pokemon, what are Pokemon? Uh, Pokemon, the little uh, Japanese, I yes. assume, yep. creatures that mm-hmm. you look at with your phone and then you step into a, a, a weed that's, whacker. That's Pokemon Go. Okay. It's a card right. game and like you train Pokemon, you train them and ra- it's a card game. You train them, raise them. They yes. evolve. But otherwise you them. step into a garbage crusher looking for Pokemon <laughs> characters. This is okay. so stupid. T- uh, Tiger Woods. <laughs> okay. Tiger Woods, the golfer. Okay, go ahead. MySpace. Uh, the uh, I my band still has a great place on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Please go see my band on MySpace. We're called um, Old Guys. It's super cool. We do like Journey songs. All right, go ahead. Uh, Monsanto GMOs. Monsanto is the <laughs> is a I guess a seed and drug company. Uh, GMOs. Um, I guess they they. Um, what do you call it? They uh, copyright the the gene pattern for seeds, and those are seen as a negative. Genetically modified organisms, Thank right? You. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is a dumb song. This is so bad. Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter. I am somewhat familiar with. Did some of their movies for Rift Tracks. Did all of their movies. You're, Don't remember a single thing. That's, you You have a beautifully clear memory. Don't, yep. Uh, you're a wizard, Harry. Um, that's my favorite when Hagrid says that. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, Twilight? Dragon balls. Isn't that what... Uh, anyway. Okay, So ahead. it goes, Harry Potter, Twilight, 
Okay, Twilight. Oh, really? It goes yes. Harry Potter Twilight? Yes. So it's just naming Riff Tracks series. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. Did the whole Twilight series. Michael yeah. Jackson dies? Yes, Michael Jackson died. Michael Jackson is a person and he died. Thank you. <laughs> yep. A nuclear accident, Fukushima, Japan. That is a thing that happened um, during the big uh, storm, right? Wasn't there like an earthquake there? And there was an earthquake. There could and have been. A, and a, what do you, what do you, what do like you call it? Like a tsunami? Tsunami. A little tsunami. Yeah. And it was bad. And I know there was almost like a meltdown or something. Correct. I believe there's a show on Netflix right now. Blah, 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 blah. So you can watch it. You can turn it on and you can watch it now. Okay. Crimean Peninsula. This is uh, Crimean Peninsula. I don't know what that refers to. Was this like the Russian invasion of the Crimean Peninsula? And they like, didn't they seize Crimea? The, the Russians are seizing every, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. When was this? This was 2014. This line references the Russian annexation of the Crimean Peninsula at the start of the Russo-Ukrainian War in 2014. As a result of the revolution of dignity that put Petro Poroshenko, a pro-EU president, in power, it was done under the guise of, quote, protecting ethnic Tartars and Russians in Crimea, end quote but was merely a way to grant Russia the ability to project much force in the Black Sea and effectively cripple Ukraine's neighbor. I look, according I to Lyrics Genius. deep respect for the Tartars. I much more respect their sauce. No, the who doesn't they, love a Tartar the sauce? The Tartar sauce. Okay. Um, uh, Cambridge Analytica. I don't know what this means. Cambridge Analytica. Is this uh, the ones that like crack the genetic code or something? No, it's not. What is it? They were like a like a data uh, a political consulting firm, a, like a kind of a big data political consulting firm that um, were like blamed. You know, they 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 basically like they were blamed. Kind of part of the backlash to like the Brexit vote and Trump's election. It was like Great Cambridge Analytica was like gathering all this data and using it to like. <sighs> I know, right, but that's what right, it was, Mike. Okay, right. I'm not supporting that theory. No, I know. I'm just all right. Okay, that's like a. I can't believe that made it in the song. All right, Kim Jong Un, son of Kim Jong Il, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, North Korea. See a supreme leader. North Korea, South Korea, Maryland, Monroe. How's your? How are you on the Jush philosophy? I don't know. What that's that like their whole thing in North Korea. It's oh, like, is it Jush? Yes. Jush. I think I'm saying it right. Jush. It's like you drink shit. a glass of juice. I know. It's their whole way of... It's their whole... That's the one where they cry when they see the great leader. I think that's part of the juice okay. philosophy. Okay. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. What? What? <laughs> this can't be a thing. <laughs> this is the thing. Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man? Yes. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. played Iron Man. Correct. I think, I think I have that right. Okay. Yes, that's correct. Okay, thank you. I mean, you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is one of the major cultural developments since... It's one of the worst things that ever happened to the planet, but okay, fine. Well, maybe Captain Planet should have done something about yes. it. Yes. Uh, and then it's, you know, we didn't put that, uh, you know, get the course. All right. Uh, more war in Afghanistan. Okay, yes, there is more war. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Uh, Cubs go all the way again. Again? Oh, they went in 1912? Yeah, something. Yeah. Well, that's okay. a good question. When yeah. did they win? Uh, 1908. 1908. Was their previous, okay. But you were okay. in the ballpark, okay. so to speak. <laughs> it's getting better, Mike. Uh, Obama, Spielberg. 
Okay. Obama's a, a guy I recognize. Spielberg's a guy I recognize. Okay. Think about Spielberg as like a 1989 to like 2023 update. I feel like Spielberg peaked in the 80s. Like before 1989. I mean, Jurassic Park came out in the 90s. But like Spielberg was at the height of I mean, I suppose he's whatever. That's like a Spielberg? Did I ever... We should we should do a podcast once where I talk about my meeting with Spielberg. Oh, you, we should, oh my gosh, okay. right. we we'll need to do that. Yeah, that's a separate thing. Okay, <laughs> okay, and I will just say for Spielberg, I love Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park Two is garbage, and he directed garbage. It's like garbage. He unspe- directed Ready Player One. Oh my god! I will oh never gosh. forgive him. Oh. It's all over oh. for him. He's he's done with me. Done uh, to me. Unabomber. <laughs> what? Recently, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, did he die a long time ago? He just he, died. He just died. He just died, I believe. Do you know how they caught him? Do you remember? Wasn't it did his brother? Well, his brother did it. His brother regretted it all. His brother was like, "I don't want him to actually be," and so. But anyway, they they went. They faked. They put this guy with fake like um, he had a costume like I'm from the forest department. Oh yeah. And then he's like, look, we're just walking through. And then they knew that they needed to get his brother out of the cabin. Oh. And his brother was so smart that he knew he could not be out of the cabin to be convicted. And so they brought this person dressed as like a forest person. And then he's like, hey, uh, where does the line go here? Where's your property line? And he got him to come out of the house. And they, like, grabbed him by the foot. It's like, you're out of the house. We got you. Anyway, all right. What's the, what's the next? Unabomber Bobbit John. <laughs> um, That's a little weenus whack in yes, there. Yes, exactly. Okay. Ed, which is all we've spoken about on this podcast before. Yes, but we're not going forward in time because <laughs> no. deep fakes are way after Mr. Oh, Bobbit. There's a lot of, ahead. like... That's terrible. Like, and I don't like his lyric their lyricism here, where it's like Bobbit John, and they do the same thing, bombing Boston Marathon. Oh come on, gross! I know. Yeah, that's not uh, fair. Balloon Boy. Oh, Balloon Boy! They they blew a kid up and they sent him into the sky or something, and that was a big. It was like they put him on a chair or something. They said they did, and he was like, and it was a fake. Yeah, it was. He was in the okay. attic. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. All right. War on Terror, QAnon. I mean, War on Terror. Is we know that. Okay. And well, QAnon. QAnon, didn't that come out of um, something awful? Well, what is QAnon? You tell me. This is part of the quiz, Mike. It's a, uh, it's a website that, um, that is one. known for um, doxing people and what have you. Right. I, and I'm not giving you credit for that. I think Q, QAnon's like a conspiracy theory, right? That there's someone named Q, like deep, that basically like Trump was like, working to like undo the deep state from the inside and there's someone named Q so like everything that like even Trump losing like he was always going to like bring down this international pedophile ring and like up up in the deep state but he was doing it like secretly from the inside with these like secret messages i think that's like a fair summary of QAnon and so there it was someone have anything Q. to do with all right never mind with what i don't know I'm not on the... Uh, Here's what it says. A political conspiracy group is a 2017 forum around an anonymous figure named Q. It got its uh, early following on 4chan before coming a common fan base. Among I, that's what I... Didn't I say 4chan? No, well, you didn't. No, 4chan came from... Um, Reddit? No, 4, 4chan came from uh, something awful. Okay. 
Oh, anyway, oh, I, I thought all, you were that just. That was my only connection. Oh, I, I didn't realize you were making up. That, that was something awful in like. Oh, all, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, no, I thought you were just saying like awful the site. Yeah, no, I I thought you were just saying like the some. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No, we'll give you partial credit. All right, partial credit. Uh, Trump gets impeached twice. Uh, yes, I recall that. Polar bears got no ice. Polar bears? Really? Got no ice. That's the okay. line. All right. You okay. know what that refers to? I believe I do know the shrinking of the ice. There we go. Sheets. Okay. Uh, Firefest. Oh, F Y R E Firefest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, come on. We all watched that video. We right? did. Oh. I watched both. Uh, did you? I did. Okay. Okay, this is when we'll um uh this is where it gets a little dicey. Okay. So just be warned. This is a uh, I'm gonna just preface this because you might be wondering what the heck this is referring to. It is a black parade, and it's a it's a it's an album. Okay. Because when I saw that, I was like, wait, what is this? Like the most ham-handed like <laughs> post 2020 reference I've ever heard. Black parade. Do you know who made the album Blackberry? I do not. It was um, their fans refer to them, and this is again another callback to uh, your your other podcast. It is an album, a twenty two thousand six album by MCR or My Chemical Romance. Why does this get? I don't know. Like this I have gets no... like Pride of Place at the <laughs> yeah. end of the and a two thousand six MCR album wow okay because isn't one of the books you did like mcr like basically fanfic yes. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. gothic golf right. i'm a golf i'm a golf um oh okay uh uh michael phelps okay swimmer michael phelps y2k what so we're up to y2k now yeah but deep fakes didn't start we're bouncing around we're bouncing okay. Mike. we're bouncing right, around right. y2k sorry, sorry sorry what was y2k mike uh y2k <laughs> Was the obviously the um, uh, was the downfall of the internet when mm-hmm. two thousand there were only so many bits that you could hold in nineteen ninety nine and then two thousand it wasn't going to roll over so they needed to update all the bank software and didn't it work like but we averted it would have been a disaster but we successfully a total averted. disaster and yes. planes were going to fall from the sky. yeah uh, Boris Johnson Brexit okay Boris Johnson uh, the uh, conservative leader of the UK yep the Brexit. Um, was uh, when the UK decided to leave the EU. That's right. Kanye West and Taylor Swift. Kanye West uh, walked up on stage when Taylor Swift, when she was just 19, 17, and had won her award and said, I'm going to let you finish. However, how come Beyonce didn't win this award? And he was right. But, you know, it's okay. kind of a jerk move. But Am he was right? right. Yep, you are right. Stranger Things. Stranger Things, a... Uh, uh, a series on Netflix that you should not watch. It's a big. Uh, I I cannot describe it as more than like a uh, a red herring that goes on and on and on and on and on. And no matter how much you like the characters or care about them, you will never see the end of it. It is a uh, is something that if you want to waste your time, just look at. Uh, a screensaver, or look at uh, what are the things the um, when you watched music in the '90s on a player? What do they call oh, those? Oh God, what are the skins? Visualization. Yeah, those visualizations. Like just watch that for like seventeen hours, and, and then you will have watched um, Stranger. But Things. '80s, so much '80s references, Mike. Oh, the sweet classic '80s, uh-huh. baby, classic '80s. Tiger King. 
Oh, Tiger King was the thing that um, everyone decided to watch uh, after the the overreaction to the COVID thing, and they locked everyone down. Everyone said, "Let's just watch Tiger King," and so Netflix made eight hundred trillion dollars, and everyone suffered. Joe Exotic. Yeah. Uh, and then this last one is a callback to the first song, but "Ever Given Suez." Ever given Suez? Yes, ever, ever given Suez. There, the Suez Canal features in the first song, but this is ever given. Suez. Ever? I don't know what the ever given means. Was the Suez gifted back to? No, I mean that's what it sounds like, but it's not. The Suez Canal was returned, but ever given is something else. That ever given in the Suez. It almost looks like Evergreen, I thought at first. But I don't know what, it's, what does it mean. It's that big old ship that got stuck in the uh, Suez Canal. Ever given? Remember the ship that got bl- that I blocked don't. the Suez? I'm okay, sorry. you're Oh, I do remember when it was blocked, but I did not know the name. It was of called the, ship. the Ever Given. Okay. And then we didn't set fire. Okay, here we go. <laughs> There's more? There's four verses, Mike. We're going to keep Good going. Good lord. And we're All just right, going to we're, this episode is longer than We'll speed it up. There. Okay. Sandy Hook Columbine Oh, come on. I oh, know. We're right, going right, to right. skip past that. Sandra Bland and Tamir Rice. Uh, sa- what? Say it again. Sandra Bland and Tamir Rice. Sandra Bland. Uh, all right. I come up against a brick wall. I do not know what that means. Uh, Sandra Bland. She, so both of these were people who uh, died, um, like, you know, police. And that, like, well, San, how Sandra Bland died exactly is unclear. She, like, was uh, stopped. And arrested and then, like, killed herself in jail, I believe. Uh, and then um, Tamir Rice was, like, the pol- he was in Ohio and the police rolled up on him. He had, like, a toy gun and they rolled up and shot him in, like, oh, two okay. seconds. So it's, like, police-involved right. killings, sure. basically. Okay. ISIS? Uh, as, as what did uh, Barack Obama call it? He called him ISIL. And that ISIL. Just, bugged, okay. it just bugged the he hell out of me. It, too. it was, I mean, ISIL. 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 It's like, dude, okay. everyone calls him ISIS. Can you just call him ISIS, please? <laughs> yes. We all, all right. remember ISIS. Okay. LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James uh, plays for a team. I, I actually, This is going to be funny. I do not know what team he plays for. He currently Does plays he play for the, for the L.A. Yeah. Lakers? Yep. Okay. And who's he hey. most famous for playing for? Or he has two other teams that he's very Houston? Famous. Oh, gosh, Mike. The Cleveland Cavaliers. That's where he started his career. And okay. And then he insulted Cleveland when he left? He went something? to Miami. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He took his talents to South Beach. Okay. Um, Shinzo Abe What? Shinzo Abe blown away I don't know what that means The former prime minister of uh, Japan Remember he was blown away by that like homemade shotgun Last year Like he was Uh, he was assassinated Do you remember that? Yeah sort of Yeah so Shinzo Abe got assassinated Former uh, Well there we stumped Meghan Markle uh, again, are we going forward in time? Like, because like the, Meghan Markle and some of these juxtapositions. I'm sorry, I apologize <laughs> in advance. Meghan Markle, okay. George Floyd. Oh, okay. So I know those things. Yes. yes. Okay. So. Bur- Burj Khalifa. Burj Khalifa. Uh, is that the building? Yeah, it's the building. Why do they mention that? I don't know. It's the tallest building in the world. <laughs> okay. Metroid. Is that a video? Yes, game? it is a video game. That's like wait, what does that have to do with Meghan Markle and the Burj Khalifa building? Here's a, here's a Fermi paradox. What Fermi paradox? Fermi Fermi paradox. I don't know what that means. That's just Enrico Fermi. Yes, Enrico Fermi. Who? Dis- Why is that 
brought up now. Ask Fallout Boy. The Fermi Paradox is like from 1950 Fermi. Enrico Fermi's like, hey. Enrico Fermi. Yeah. I, I lived in Geneva, Illinois, which had the uh, Fermi. Uh, Fermi Lab? The Fermi Lab. And it's like, yeah, we, you know, aliens probably exist. Why don't we have any evidence of that? That's the Fermi Paradox from the 50s. Why Why is it mentioned after what What becomes before it? It's Burj Khalifa Metroid Fermi Paradox. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay, Fallout Boy. Venus, All right, Venus and Serena. Okay, yes. You love, you love your tennis. Tennis stars, yes. Michael Jordan, 23. By the way, do you know that I think Venus... No, Serena, I believe, won, was number one as tennis in four decades. That's incredible. Right? No, 90s, 2000s, like 10s, right and 20s. She, yeah. Yes, yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. Uh, Michael Jordan, 23, you know. Michael Jordan, 23, you know what that refers to. Michael Jordan once was 23 years old. Sure. No, he wore the number 23. I know. Okay. YouTube killed MTV. That's sort of like... Video killed the radio star. Okay. Okay. SpongeBob? What? What? what, what, Why are we mentioning... What order are we mentioning these things in? (laughs) Golden State Killer got caught. The Golden State Killer from the 70s? Yeah. You, you know, they caught him or they identified yeah, him. Oh, they him. did the DNA? Yeah, and it was like the one, someone's like wife died very, well, who was the famous person's wife? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like there was someone who was like tracking the cold case and she died right before they caught him. Oh my gosh, it's someone super famous. It's like Patton Oswalt's wife. Yes. Wait, yes, Patton Pat- Oswalt's wife? Yeah, she, she died mysteriously. Yeah, right? and she was like doing investigation like investigative stuff on the golden state killer no way yes yes all right we'll look this up okay Uh, finally an interesting thing in this this might be super this is (laughs) michael jordan 45 wait michael jordan is mentioned again yes was that his baseball jersey Mm, maybe but he also wore 45 in basketball he came back wearing the 45 okay Mm -hmm. uh but i think that was also his baseball number um you're right woodstock 99 Sure. Did Fall Out Boy play it and cause them to burn people and rape people and uh, all no, of that? No. Uh, okay. uh, Keaton Batman. What What are we doing here? <laughs> Mike, I didn't start this fire. Okay. What's Keaton Batman, Mike? Michael Keaton played Batman. Bush v. Gore? But if Bush was up against Gore. It, but with the Supreme Court case, right? That's oh, what I think. Okay, fine. Uh, I hanging chads. Hang, what, yes, yeah. I can't take it anymore. Is the lyric so? Okay. What does that mean? I don't know I, where we are. I think right now. And here's the last verse. Elon Musk, Kaepernick. Wait, col- oh, colon, colon or Colin? Colin. I, I think remember. I've heard both actually. Okay. It's like Colin Powell or Colin Powell. Colin, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know who Elon? We know Elon Musk. Colin Kaepernick. You know who that is? Yes. Are we almost to the end of yes. it, by the way? Yes. Is there no mention of COVID-19 or... Uh, Wait. Biden? Okay. Texas okay. failed electric grid. Okay, that's very recent. Yeah. What happened? Uh, their electric grid <laughs> failed Because it got Texas. too cold, right? <laughs> yes. Jeff Bezos. Okay. He's the owner of... Is he Amazon? Yep. And the space company. Um, uh, climate change. Obviously, that's, okay, that that's needs no exposition. White rhino goes extinct. Is that true? Uh, I believe the northern white rhino is extinct, but the southern white rhino is still alive. Okay. Uh, Great Pacific garbage patch. Okay. The uh, 
I believe that is disputed, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom DeLonge and Aliens. Tom DeLonge? Yeah. I don't know that. What is that? He is in Blink-182. Okay. And he's really into <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> and that's worthy of a place in the song? Yeah, dude. Like, the that's the history? Like, hey, kids will really want to remember Tom DeLonge. Yeah. I've never heard those syllables put together in they, my entire life. They shouldn't life. be. And he's in what? Blink-182. <laughs> And he survived like what's a plane What's their big crash. hit? All the small things. True care. True bring. Say okay, it ain't don't. so. I will not go. Turn <laughs> okay. the lights on. Carry me. Na, 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 Okay. They were, like, they were very catchy, like a pop punk band. Okay. I, I like know. them a lot more than Fallout Boy, I'll tell you that. Okay. Uh, Mars Rover. Uh, Mars, they sent a rover to Mars. Oh, they sent a rover. Avatar. Uh, Avatar is a movie. Uh, James Cameron mm-hmm. directed it's a terrible movie it's like 17 hours long and if you went to the second one The Way of Water yes I have pity may God have pity on you have you soul. seen it no oh but you're gonna have to riff no the second I'm one. not you're going gonna have to, to ever riff. watch it yeah you are no no you're gonna riff blue folks we're doing <laughs> smurfs running around <laughs> folks we're doing a <laughs> diving that'll be underwater the next, that'll be the next uh, no. there'll be a big fundraiser no. to get you guys to go do that one um he would never let you do it uh uh Self-driving electric cars. Uh, the second Elon Musk reference. Well, he's not the only person. Well, I know, but... Uh, Here's one. SSRIs. SSRIs? I don't know what that means. Those are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Uh, and that's like what people... I mean, every a lot of people take them for anxiety and depression. They're ubiquitous. Okay. So you know that's just a term. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so I'm not... I mean, millions, who knows? Gosh, 25% of people in the country take them. Uh, Prince and the Queen die. Prince, of course, are uh, being from Minnesota, I know that Prince died. Yep. I had nothing to do with his death. I was <laughs> in... I was taken by Christ at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Queen... Well, the queen is the queen, right? Yeah. But the they queen. didn't die in the same year, so why is he mentioning him in the they same year? They both breath? died. So many people died. Look, Fallout Boy, I've, I mean, got, a bi- I've got big problems with this song. Maybe, maybe it's referring to Prince Andrew. Or no, he's still alive. Uh, Prince Philip, sorry. It could be, I guess. Okay, uh, World Train, Second Plane. What else do I have to say? Okay, so. We know we're gonna All right, stop. Let's stop. Okay, okay. but well, so Mike, you did yes. pretty good. What did you? So it's a horrible song. It's terrible. It sounds awful. What I was missing? Wait. What do you mean, what was missing? What was missing from that song? Well, what happened the last four years? COVID. No mention of COVID. No mention. No mention of COVID. Uh, No mention of O.J. Simpson. True. Princess Diana dying. I feel like that was a huge... Think about Princess Diana dying. That's huge. Uh, The uh, Chinese plane disappearing. That was the Malaysian plane. Malaysian over the China Sea. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we... I mean, that's a huge freaking deal. That was huge and weird. Just absolutely crazy. Uh, I, I mean, tsunami. The Asian tsunami. I feel like that tsunamis. didn't get it. Katrina. Yes, so much. But we got Metroid. <laughs> we got Metroid and Tom DeLonge being into aliens. The Tom DeLonge thing, please. I I will. I'm going to look this up after. I get- what is this? I, dude, I, look at it. This is an incredibly long episode because of this horrible song. Can I say one thing? Like, Please. we were, so I was reading, um, Bridget and I, my wife, were reading, uh, 
Paul's letters the other day, and I'm, I'm very touched by, in Paul's letters to wh- whoever, he speaks to actual people. Mm-hmm. These are letters. Yeah. These are two churches, but sometimes they're two people, mm-hmm. and then he calls out specific people, and I'm like, what if you made the Bible? I know, exactly. Like, what if you, but the positive or the negative, like, Alexander the coppersmith <laughs> did me much harm. Keep away from, like, that guy's roasting in hell. <laughs> but sometimes there's just, like, people that are mentioned, uh-huh. and it's like, uh, you know, please greet this saint who helped me out. And then there's, like, a name. I won't say that because, but it's like, Wow. What if you're called out? Like I'm in the Bible, Immortalized. man. Woo! Tom mm-hmm. Holt, you know Steve Holt. Sorry. Steve Holt. Yeah. Steve Holt. Um. Anyway, so who's this guy from the? He's the drummer from Blink One Eighty Two. He must go like, please. Why did you? No, well, don't mention me, man. That's <laughs> it's embarrassing. Tom DeLonge and aliens. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's not the drummer. He's Travis Barker's the drummer. Tom DeLonge is a guitar guitarist of Blink One Eighty Two. Wow. Anyway, all right. Please don't mention me in any of your songs, Fallout Boy, ever. Not that you would, but please don't. I do not want to ever be mentioned in your song. I don't like your song, and your song is terrible, and Billy Joel's song was not good, but yours is ten times worse. Thank you. All right, and I just want to say this as a closing word from, this is from Lyrics Genius. Tom DeLong founded the company To The Stars, dot, 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 Ellipses in the company name, apparently, Academy of Arts and Sciences, which worked in entertainment as well as aerospace to investigate USO, UFOs. As of 2018, the company had accumulated, <laughs> this can't be right, $37 million in debt. Uh, I'm gonna, I need to investigate that, but it sounds too good to be true. But it is an SEC filing. There is a link to an SEC filing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Anyway, people, uh, I hope that there was something of value. I hope something redeeming happened because that was a just that was a slog. That was way <laughs> less fun than the original slog. one. Oh my gosh, way less fun. Anyway, thank you all. 